and welcome to this week's episode of esports wrap i'm your host michael amorgan and this week we're going to be talking about alpha and beta testing when it comes to games uh, for starters what is alpha and beta testing and then kind of moving on into some of the more in-depth looks at these testing procedures so for the most part alpha testing is the very first stage of well testing your game so this is the part where the developers the graphic artists the uh, animators the scripts most of this stuff would have already been worked out and so now it's time to put it together and see how it actually works in a day-to-day -day, uh, use case and this is typically something that happens first in the studio that's developing it and so what they do they sometimes they just run it through employees but then they'll sometimes uh reach out and get beta test well alpha testers pretty much uh what some companies will do is that they'll bring in people in and i should have turned that off Uh, but yeah, they will bring in people essentially and say, pay them to, uh, sit down for X amount of hours and say, Hey, do quality control and quality testing on this. And that's essentially the, the alpha testing that happens. What also can happen is that they can release it to the community, uh, much like what Anthem did. And a number of games throughout the years have, have done this approach where they release it to a select few people that they believe will uh, play it enough to then give them feedback. This can be odd when it comes to games like that. Uh, I'll, I'll continue using Anthem as an example. Now, just as a FYI, I was a part of the Anthem alpha beta, well, alpha test. I cannot talk about the alpha test as to what content there is, but I can talk around the general synopsis, which is what I'm going to do. Now, the thing about it is, is that with Anthem and games like Anthem, they released it to a subset of persons they had to register for it say they were going to play during these particular times and if they didn't then that kind of becomes a problem uh they kind of flag you in that sense and so if you didn't play you didn't give feedback then they're probably not going to give it to you in the future for like if you apply for another game or maybe even the beta testing of anthem for example uh, so these companies would then set these times say hey we want you to stress test and we want you to do this that and the next now sometimes they actually do give you uh, very specific things that they want you to do they want you to all meet up and all log in at a particular time uh, go to a particular place fight a particular monster this kind of thing uh that's not always the case though sometimes they just want enough people on the server to say okay well we can actually handle all of this especially if it's a multiplayer if it's a single player then you're most times out of like nine times out of ten they're probably not going to release an alpha they may release a beta which we're going to get into in just a moment though but 
alphas are prone to having issues. And I will say this, Anthem is no no exception to that rule. But most games aren't. The fact is, in an alpha state, things are almost expected to break. These... This is what makes the next step, the beta testing, pretty much work out almost as it's supposed to. So alpha testing, again, is it's supposed to find all the bugs for the most part. You're supposed to find out, make sure that everything's working properly. Uh, that, you know, as you're flying through the air or fighting a monster, you suddenly don't just glitch out and fall through the earth, for example, which people have had happen to them on the... Red Dead Online beta, which, again, see, that's that's the word, beta. That should technically not be happening. But, yeah. To sum it all up nicely, alpha, first-hand testing. Uh, sometimes, if it's released to the public, then it's there would, it probably has already gone through in-house testing, and it's ready for the first wave of consumer testing and moving things from there and going forward. Now, if that's not the case, then, and they're actually going forward with it fully the first time, I would be a little wary about a company like that, to be quite honest. Um, unless there's a very specific reason why they're doing it. Now, moving on to beta testing. This is when they would have taken time. And this is, could generally lead from weeks to months after the alpha testing where they would have gotten the feedback from their all of their users, uh, where they would have said, you know, well, this thing was broken. I was having issues with this. I was getting some lag. I found a little glitch here. There's a bug there. And, you know, you do have to be, as an alpha tester and as a beta tester, then you have to be very specific in logging down how you found these issues. Just saying, oh, well, I fell through the earth is not going to help them they need to know which area uh particularly what were you doing were you fighting something were you just walking were you flying were you running were you uh swinging a particular weapon and it's a bunch of little things like that that sometimes lead up to things having developing a bug that somehow passes through because no one else really mattered managed to do that during the time or if they did they didn't report it and so it wasn't able to be fixed. So alpha tests, again, are very important in terms of getting feedback to improve the game. So when it comes to beta testing and eventually launch, there's no issues. Uh, but if we take a look at Red Dead Online, which is currently in its beta form, and admittedly, there are a lot of different online games that start off in beta and last in beta for like years. And... That's typically not what a beta is supposed to be like. A beta, in all truth, is supposed to be a few weeks to maybe one to two months of beta testing. Maybe three, if at that, and that's depending on the world size. If you have a big world, you can maybe expand it to more than that, but most games don't have it that big. Most people will be able to play through the entire game or that expansion or whatever it is within i would say the first month if not the first few weeks uh if we take a look at world of warcraft for example they have test servers that they launch 
their expansions out. <laughs> hey, White Pancakes, how you doing, man? But, um, yeah, World of Warcraft, what they do is they, they quite literally have a separate thing. They have a separate server where it just installs the latest versions of the beta test and allows players to install that, play it, and actually, like, really grind things and find issues with it. People will, of course, start to use that and have been using that to get a leg up on raids and raid bosses that are unlocked as betas go on. And so that also helps them. That also helps the developers get information about the fights, see what needs to be tweaked, if it's too powerful, if it's too weak, if it needs to, uh, certain timers need to be adjusted, that kind of thing. Red Dead Online, the examples that I gave, there were, for starters, we had the economy issue that happened, and, uh, well, essentially, the economy was crap. Uh, put it very PG-13. Uh, prices were too high. The rewards for things were too low. Selling a pelt, pelt, a good pelt, quite literally gave you 18 cents. Meanwhile, certain guns cost $1,000 in the game. And uh, a simple bow was 100 bucks. Like, seriously? You're asking me to grind just a little too hard. And people complained. And Red Dead, you know, Rockstar Game. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Rockstar Games said, hey, okay, yeah, we, we get it. We apologize. Uh, we're going to fix this. We're going to improve the drop rates on certain stuff. We're going to uh, give you, like, a certain amount of money. They believe it was $250 in cash in the game and then 15 gold bars. Uh, gold bars are the premium currency and certain things were locked to just being bought with gold bars they've since removed that even though this the level requirement or rank requirement is still there which i think is okay um however it's still very tedious process of leveling up granted it's beta it's not they probably if i remember correctly there was only like seven story games sorry seven story missions and the rest were strangers. So there's more than likely a reason for that. They probably have just released a certain amount that they want people to play. And get an idea about and continue on. And just continue playing to find any other issues. Which they have. Like horses glitching out. Uh, through fences, walls, not wanting to go upstairs. And quite literally staying up on their hind legs. Uh, people shooting someone in the head. They're head disappearing and them just walking around like nothing's happened <laughs> welcome to the stream viper <laughs> uh but see things like that where you quite literally shoot someone in the like an npc in the head and they're still walking around and having a conversation with another person another npc that should have been found inside an alpha but red dead didn't have an alpha but it should have been in-house. And so that's where the beta comes in. And unfortunately, I believe that it's going to be a bad case of what they did with Grand Theft Auto. With Grand Theft Auto Online. And how they spent months, quite literally months, staying, well, keeping it as an online beta. Uh, 
instead of actually working on it a little bit more before actually selling the game. So, in my opinion, what should have happened is launch the game, well, work on the game, the single-player game, get it to a quality standpoint, which I think they did a pretty good job of. There's a few little hiccups here and there for me with the horses and the cinematic scenes and little things here and there that just kind of are a little riggy. But for the most part, it's it's just pretty solidly done. They should have then worked on the defining and actually making sure that the experience was very similar for the online experience, which I don't think they really worked on. I think what they did, and someone can, of course, correct me on this, they really single player and then started adding slight customer. Um, they pretty much copied some of the code from Grand Theft Auto and just allowed for customer creation. From there, they then allowed worlds. They then, I mean, uh, with different uh, players on the same field, and they created these every once in a while games that will pop up and require you to, well, will ask if you want to play. And even that's a problem because it will always pop up on your screen. And if you do accept either that or a mission, for whatever reason, it teleports you away from where you were. To the place where the mission or the uh, PvP area is once you're done with that. Moving you completely away from anywhere that you would have probably wanted to be. Uh, so it's it's these little quirks, these little things that are a little bit of annoyance. Um, the economy was definitely one that needed to be fixed. I'm sure as more more people play Red Dead Online, there's going to be other bugs that are found. And quite honestly, I I wish developers would spend more time on these alpha and beta topics and, and their games, I should say. When it comes to... Okay, so there's another game that I had played a while ago, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. And Elder Scrolls did a fairly good job. Uh, Dwight is saying quite a few people, gamers down here, don't fully understand alphas and betas and sheer amount of effort that goes into making a game. You're correct. Like, some of these games take years to get to the point where they actually get released. Um... And that's why sometimes you'll find a trailer at E3, for example. And that'll just be like, a, a it's not even a demo. They, they aren't up to the place where they can actually let you play a demo. They are quite literally still developing it. This is just something that the animators made to show, out, show it off, generate hype, see how people are feeling about it. And as they're still working on the game, there are many games that do that. And that's why you have a game that comes that's shown at E3 last year, just coming out the later part of this year. Because they're quite literally still working on it, working on it hard, trying to get these um, quality and quality of life checks done for these games. But then these these alphas and betas, they still sometimes. Ooh, someone's booing me. Vinius Cross. 
Uh, why, why the boo? Is it boo as to the topic? Is it, uh, give me a little bit more of a, an idea as to why the boo. The Kingdom Hearts 3 beta, please. <laughs> um, Kingdom Hearts 3 probably will not have a beta. Like I said, most single player games simply just do not have betas. And that's for the simple fact that well, most of the times in those kind of scenarios, they try to have people play through either a good chunk of the game or the entire game. And if you do a beta for that, then people would have already gone through it. So unless they are already in-house beta testers or contracted beta testers, those are probably going to be the only people that actually play it. And they are sworn to confidentiality. So, yeah. Um... Ronaldo Delva says devs don't care about beta. They only care about that DLC paid content. Unfortunately, this seems to be more or less cr true. And one such example is, uh, and this is going to be slightly controversial, but Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. They released, actually, no, I shouldn't even say that. Nintendo Switch's online play system. Oh, I, I, oh, wow. I thought I had my chroma off, but, um, there we go. Thank you for that. Um, okay. So the issue that is happening with Nintendo's, uh, online system is that they were hyping this up for a while saying, you know, you're going to eventually have to pay, but with the Wii U, with the Switch, even from when these things were free, people were having issues with staying connected to the online systems. Um, Splatoon would consistently disconnect every once in a while, even in Splatfests. Um, it's, you know, it's not an easy thing for them to keep managing the, the servers. But at the same point, at when you get to the point that you are now requesting people to play, no, sorry, to pay for your online service, you need not to be having these problems. Um, exactly. That's, that's the point of pay for online, but people have been paying for a month now, or I think it's about two months now. No, they, they started in September. So this is about the third month that it's, it's starting up in and nothing's really changed. Like people are still getting disconnected. And if we take a look at Super Smash Brothers Online, the online system for that is horrible. Uh, people are having issues when it comes to finding correct lobbies and the lag that they're experiencing, the disconnections. There was quite literally a streamer that got banned from his from playing on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate because he disconnected, because his in, because he dropped out because of the internet connection. So it's, oh boy, it's, it still needs work is what I'm saying. And they've had time to get this done. This is Nintendo's system. So in that aspect, it almost, it was almost like it was an alpha or beta testing service before they went, uh, full gung ho pay me to play kind of scenario. At least that's, that's it in my opinion. 
this is not the <laughs> this is not the kind of service I was expecting. Um, granted, it's better than when I was playing on the Nintendo um, Wii U, because that would knock me out of games like almost every half an hour to an hour in Splatoon, and I don't really I, I was able to play a, for a good solid two hours before I had any issues on this. Uh, let me just see if I missed anything out. Viper says Fallout 76 is a good example. Oh my gosh, do not get me started on Fallout 76. This was, mm, there's a reason why the developers, uh, for one game, I think it's Outer Worlds or something like that, quite literally said, We are the developers of Fallout X and Y. And did not mention any of like the 76 or anything like that. They don't want to be known for the Fallout series that went bad. They want to be known because they were the developers for the good ones. Fallout 76 is a hot pot of mm, mm, mm. I almost said a bad word. Uh, everything about, well, not everything, but a good lot about that game needed to have been developed better um, before that went out. Uh... My pancake says Fallout 76 actually needed a beta and alpha and Steam early access. I completely agree. Uh, Dwight Fox says, and release schedule is so hard to hit because the hit issues or things change due to development. You know, from personal experience with my game product that I'm developing, I tend to change things or run into issues that make update whole systems in the game can push the release further away. See, that's something that is actually important because as a game developer, you need to be very um open with your community about these kind of things so that they have a tempered experience when it comes to that um if you're saying okay well guys we're having uh we're gonna have to push it back so so these are the particular reasons so on and so forth people can kind of understand a little bit better but that comes with once you have a big enough community that actually can like talk to itself uh so it's mm, that one's a little weird but definitely having a release schedule those that can always change any project on a whole schedules change often uh jay brucifer says the uh it's the pay for server maintenance and yeah i again this kind of goes on that point where you know server maintenance sure great but at the same point it's people are still having a lot of issues and when you take a look at sure it's only like three something actually no for some people it's like three something a month uh in pounds uh but if you take a look at comparable uh online services like the ps4 the xbox which yes they cost a little bit more but you typically don't have issues and the issues you do have it's quite literally a worldwide issue um unless it's like something happening within your region or your internet as just on a by itself viper king says fallout 76 reveal at e3 in a nutshell releasing a beta in october to fix problems before release october hits game is released in november by the way yeah yeah that's that's kind of the point that i was getting at like you alphas and betas you're supposed to be able to then take that work on that for a month or two or more and then release it this you need to have it well in advance so you can take that information 
work on it, improve it, have it become a quality game. Having it one month before, that's not really going to do it. Ray's saying <laughs> Hearthstone is free to play. Hearthstone has issues too from time to time. Um, I, let's not kid ourselves with that. The Hearthstone, for the most part, doesn't, but you know, from time to time, they do. Um, Jibbers Rip does for sure. They need. They are new to actual online. Ah, see, they. I wouldn't say that they're new, cause they they had it. They they had it. They just were crap at it. That's I don't I don't really give them that I don't give them that excuse, Jay Bruce. I really don't give them that excuse. Uh, Dwight says I wasn't. I was gonna say Nintendo Online wasn't the best. Long time. They fall in the new breed, the new trend of release games, and iron the kinks out later, and charge full price. See, that's another problem, and that's admittedly one that uh, my co-host Chris gets on me about because I will pre-order a game, essentially giving them money beforehand, and then that there's the the belief system that that then says, okay, well we already have this amount of money, regardless of if it's a crap game or not, so. We can we can slow down and like we don't have to push as hard for the initial launch, and that's not how you should release a game. The game should be quality when you first release it, and then you improve upon quality as it continues on. If you're going to continue developing the game, that's that's my personal opinion. Um, White Pancake says need some help looking for these PC online problems. Where are they at though? Ooh, PC online problems. I mean, for the most part, it depends on the system that you're using, to be quite honest. Uh, well, not, well, I shouldn't say the system, the platform. Uh, so, for example, there's Uplay, there's Steam, there's uh, Battle.net, there's GOG, there's a whole bunch of stuff um, that have their own online systems that you need to connect through to then play and the the online the PC ecosystem is a pile of donkey dung, uh, <laughs> to put it mildly. Uh, that said, yes, I agree. Uplay is garbage. <laughs> Uplay isn't a platform; it's a virus. <laughs> I agree, but it's the only way we get to play Assassin's Creed on PC, guys. Unless we're doing a PS4 share. And that's not always going to work out the best. So, we kind of have to suck it up sometimes. Um, But that is kind of what I'm talking about. Like, Let's use Assassin's Creed as an example. This game came out and tore up the the gaming industry for a good chunk of games and they never had an alpha for the public they never had a beta but they released a quality game and guess what their dlc was a quality improvement on said quality and that's how you should typically be doing stuff if you're going to just release a game um that means that they would have had to do a lot of quality testing inside well in-house or with contractors they would have spent, uh, I would assume they would probably have spent two to three months just testing everything out, 
going off different places because of how vast the world is and with Rome they they had to test out a bunch of stuff they don't want people jumping from something glitching out and then you know something weird happens uh and for the most part i haven't really seen any glitches or bugs in any of the gameplay videos that i've seen for this game and that's a testament to how well they've done it so it's not like it's something that can't happen it can it's just the the effort that they put into it and if you're going to be going into an online ecosystem like red dead online or oh boy well i don't know why this one didn't come to mind uh star wars battlefield sorry battlefront um quite literally they did a beta for this game and the betas would cause people to complain complain and they took up microtransactions and like it can have it's really good moments but at the same point after a while you know people just stopped really caring for it so much uh it's it's still there some people still play it uh some people are still very uh reverent about the game and request updates and stuff like that and the developers to their benefit do give them quality updates when people actually ask for it i've seen a number of people uh, asking the developers hey can we get this inside the game and they'll be like okay if you guys really want this let us know and sure we'll put it in and that's cool uh but these are more cosmetical things not things that change the game and so i don't really consider that that's hard unless it's something that changes hitboxes uh so something like soul caliber i think the <laughs> they should have probably done some better testing with the custom character creation because that has issues when that was released even though the main game itself is actually pretty well done so to wrap this all up nicely i personally believe and it seems like you guys kind of agree with me on this that games need to for the most part one release a quality game from the onset two if you're going to change things up and like maybe add online play have your online play uh working properly <laughs> oh rainbow six siege ash has no hitbox see that's a problem that's that should have been tested that should have been tested especially for a game like rainbow six where people are going to play quite a lot but um yeah online needs to be solid nintendo gets a reprieve for a little bit of time simply because they're just recently like really putting their foot down into this and saying let's actually like get serious about online play even though they should have been doing it from like two or three years ago uh actually i would say even just a little bit longer than that but after that then becomes three 
if you're going to release an alpha, take the time to take the feedback, actually send a feedback form out to those that actually played. Keep in mind of who played and actually keep track of that. So you know that these people are quality testers. Uh, <laughs> sorry uh ronaldo is saying that blizzard needs to put druid in beta and rebalance the class he's talking about hearthstone and yes he is right druid is broken in hearthstone to such a high degree it is kind of crazy that they haven't nerfed it as of yet after four expansion three or four expansions it hasn't been nerfed at all it's only just gotten better and better and better um then there are let's to go with hearthstone there are quite literally card combinations that when they get played they break the game so no 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 my pancakes you don't want to buff druids um they're really op enough as is and so for example there's a card combination that i'm not sure was actually expected to work the way it does and it's, it's been coined the gonkening except um where it's something that a particular character is you know supposed to you play the character down something happens and that's supposed to be for that for that character you then clone that character and then clone that character again and you get like triple the effect and that becomes kind of op See, yes, the fact that the gonkening is a thing is a problem. Uh, <laughs> um, and Jay Talon, you're right. RNG in Hearthstone is insane. Like, it is... Whew. Boy. Um, sometimes you got the deck, and sometimes their deck got, has just got you. And you, you could just have, like, you could have the best deck and the worst draw. Like, all your cards that you need, they're your last cards. And you can have everything you need, and then someone plays a card that just gets rid of all the cards that you actually need. Like, it explodes your hand, explodes your deck. They steal your deck, a bunch of little stuff. Or they steal the one card in your deck that you actually needed, and now they have it in their hand. Like, there's a lot of little things inside of it. But things like the Gonkening, like, they're... These things don't get tested properly in-house, I believe, with Blizzard's Hearthstone department. Like, they say, hey, we're going to make this particular feature. And then forget that two expansions ago, something that they didn't rotate out is a card that just breaks the game when used in conjunction with that. And that's the problem. But... I digress. Going back to step three. Oof. Worried about the new Diablo. Uh, I wouldn't be worried about it so much. It's unless you're talking about Diablo 4. Diablo Immortal is kind of a remake on the Diablo series just for mobile. It's not supposed to replace Diablo from what I'm understanding. It's just, you know, people weren't ex weren't happy with the way that Blizzard actually handled it. They gave it hype. They pretty much, from what it seems like, they had information to give out about Diablo 4. 
but then we're told they needed more time to work on it and pulled that particular set of information. And so all they went out with was um, Immortals, which, of course, went down and people hating it because, well, you hyped this up to make it seem like it was Diablo 4 and now you're giving us this piece of crap mobile game. That's That was how people uh, took it. Um, <laughs> say it throws banana. <laughs> But actually, from what I saw, the game looked pretty solid. Like, I haven't played it. I haven't really done anything with it. But from what I saw, it looks like it could be a fun little game. Um, my main concern is how well it plays on your phone. Because Diablo is a pretty... Even though of how it's built and like the way it looks, it's actually pretty graphic intensive. So it would suck if you then lag in your game because you like your system froze up for a moment and then the boss kills you in that few moments or you kept standing in fire or, you know, something happens. So that's what I'm really concerned about when it comes to Diablo Immortals and it's just high end games on mobile platforms on a whole. So that, in my opinion, should have a beta before actually getting launched um this is blizzard though and it probably won't have one they're probably going to keep it in house maybe do some contractual beta testers and then release it so yeah that's hmm. i how should i put this I would like to see Immortals do well, but I don't have high hopes for it. Just simply because of how badly they did the PR for the game. And so I'm pretty sure without people even really downloading the game, they're going to rate it poorly. And that's kind of the problem with that too. But that's a completely different episode and topic, I should say. Uh, but going back to alphas and betas, well... Folks, if you're going to release an alpha or a bit, you should always release an alpha some kind of how and do alpha testing. If you're a game developer, it doesn't need to be to the public, though. If you're going online, I would probably suggest trying it out for a small subset of people just to get and see how your servers and everything works and make sure all the functionalities work. Take that feedback, work on it, work on it, work on it, work on it. Take a month, take two months, however long. Push the schedule back if it's not good enough. Then once it's good enough, release your beta. Do your beta. Have as either closed beta or open beta. Uh, some places keep it closed, and that's another thing to that adds a different thing to it. Closed means that it's it's everything's locked down. You can't really talk about it. Uh it's only a certain set of people that pretty much get in that kind of thing uh open beta or open alpha these essentially anyone can come in play there's no real r d on it um sorry nda on it uh and you can just play it and stress test the servers that kind of thing but when it comes to betas i always think closed alphas open betas personally are the way to go when you're going online because you want people to stress test your servers. You want to make sure that you get to 
see how things would be in the real world. You want to try and break things. That's the whole point of betas. To break the game. Find what is causing an issue. Break it. Then report it. So they can fix it. That's the whole point. One such example that actually made it out into Red Dead's single player game was the gold duplication glitch. Where you pretty much were able to go into a particular place, uh, pick up a bar, a gold bar, uh, close out your game, come back, go back to the place, and you can continuously picking up like as many bars as you can until you reach your max. Then you sell the bars and you have a bunch of money. And something like that shouldn't have existed. That's that's obviously a glitch. That means someone didn't test it, but someone, once the game came out, found it. Which means they were looking for little weird things like that. And that's the benefit of online, well, open betas. And closed alphas or however you, combination you want to do it. So, for the most part, guys, I just want to leave you with some advice. If you see a game that you like or that you have interest in, think about maybe playing the alpha for it and the beta. That way you can actually give them feedback and improve the game beforehand. Plus, not only that, depending on what they do with the NDA, you may be able to get some bragging rights to say that you played the game before anybody else. Not only that, well... You just made the game better for everybody else regardless because you actually took the time to help make the game that you are invested in already better. So that's pretty much it for this episode of Esports Wrap. Don't forget, guys, Esports Wrap is generally on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. More Tech, our other show that talks about technology on a wide gamut of things. Is generally on Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you missed any part of this episode, then by all means, feel free to take a look at our YouTube uh, channel, which is youtube.com slash morecookies. So that's M-O-A-R cookies. Uh, you can find any of our past shows like that, or you can also go to morecookies.com or check out any of our podcasts. Uh, if you listen to podcasts, then search for Esports Rap or More Tech, and you'll find all of our past episodes that you can listen to on the go, wherever you are, we're on Spotify, iHeart, uh, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we're, we're there. So, oh, and if you guys want to just continue and actually be a part of the community, feel free to jump into our Discord channel as well and uh, just talk with us about tech, gaming, whatever it is that you want to talk about. We're... We're a pretty friendly community. But until next time, guys, this is more cookies signing out.